Thank you for tuning in to the Victory is Greater Than the Struggle, an ex-lesbian podcast with myself, which is your host. I'm Jessica Newsom. All right. So I wanted to talk to you guys real quickly just about worrying. So many people that I minister to struggle in this area. I mean, they are worrying about everything. How is the situation going to turn out? I'm talking about from big stuff to little stuff. Um, maybe you are worrying about uh, bills. Maybe you are closing on a house. Maybe you are um, worrying about a relationship, worrying about uh, issues at your job, issues with your family. And all of these things are, are things that sometimes we worry about to the extent to where we are just riddled with anxiety and frustration, right? And it seems like the the worrying of the things around us have just totally encompassed our day-to-day life to where we just talk about worrying. We talk about the what-ifs and all of the the um, uncertainties that are in our lives at the moment. And when we look at the Bible in general, the Bible is the basic instructions that we are to live by here on earth, right? And God says, if you live by these things, right, you will have a fruitful life. Doesn't mean you're going to be super rich. You're going to get everything that you want, but you will have the peace of God that surpasses all understanding in every season, in every situation that you're going to go through. Does that mean that you won't worry at all? No, you're going to worry about things, but then It's our job to give those worries to God and cast our anxieties, cast our worries on him and let him deal with that, right? And we're supposed to be resting in his peace. And there's so many Christians who are not resting in peace, but resting in the anxieties and worries of of the day-to-day struggles of life. And I want to talk about how do we get to a place to where we can really uh, walk in that peace of God. So let's go to Philippians 4, 6 through 7. It says this, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding. Say that again. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So the Bible is telling us, excuse me, that the peace of God, the peace of God, his peace, it will surpass our understanding. Have you ever been in a situation and you're just like, man, I didn't stress out about that, but normally I would have, but I just didn't. And you can't really explain why you didn't stress. You just didn't and it worked out and everything was fine. But normally that would be an area of your life to where you would freak out until the end. The peace of God is so much better than that. But how do we get to that place to where we can, can, can rest in the peace of God? Now, when it comes to the Bible, we can read it all day. We can claim it all day but not all of us walk in it all day. And that's the part that I want to talk about today, activating that Bible, making that Bible come alive in your life, not just something that you just read and you claim, but it's active and it's living and it's working in and through your life. You could have that. Now, I used to worry a lot about the unknowns of my life when it came to the regular day-to-day things like um, 
okay, I'm short on money this month. How am I going to pay this? Uh, man, I, I have this that I have to do and I don't know how it's going to get done. I need people to help me with this. Who's going to help me? You know, who can I rely on? Um, I'm trying to get a better job. I want to get better pay. And these things would normally just kind of stress me out because I want to get to a place to where, to where I'm maybe, uh, uh, settled financially, right? Or having a better job and uh, a better career, right? Because I just feel like the older I get, I, I'm supposed to be solidified in this thing. And so I would stress out about things like that. But no more do I stress out. The peace of God surpassed my understanding. And I am able to literally just trust that God's going to get me through. Does that mean that I'm lazy and I do nothing? No, not at all. I do my part, right? So what does this all look like? When I would, when, when God spoke to me about my worrying about things, he gave me the opportunity to work in that area of my life. But that means there's going to be situations that come my way to where I can choose to worry about them, stress about them, wonder the outcome, try to manipulate it, or I can do what the Bible's telling me to do so I could see it come alive in my life, see the Bible activated in my life, and then see how um, the, the, the peace of God can step in in those situations, how the grace of God can step in in those situations. So there was lots of times where in the beginning I wouldn't trust God, and I kept doing it on my own. I kept worrying. But then eventually I got to a place to where I was like, you know what? I've done my part. I, I put in the applications. I've been the best employee that um, I could be, right? Um, maybe I messed up and I fell in this area, but I got back up. I dusted myself off. I'm choosing not to live in condemnation of, of what happened, which is the past, but I'm moving forward. I'm focusing on the things that are in front of me and not the things that are behind me, right? And so, and so in doing those things, I've seen God come into my life and just work it all out. You know what I'm saying? Like just work it all out. Um, I may get the job. I may not, but then something else better comes along. There's a reason for me being here. And I've learned to trust God in those areas that are unknown in my life because I see now looking forward, well, looking back how God was in all of it because I relied on him. I trusted in him. I didn't worry about it. And I saw how he came in and handled the things that I couldn't. So when it comes down to finances, when it comes down to, to, uh, family relationships, all of those things, are we doing our part when it comes down to family relationships? Are we setting healthy boundaries, right? Because if we do the same thing over and over again, expecting different results, it's not going to happen. So, so when it comes down to, to, to boundaries with family, are we setting those healthy, do we know what healthy boundaries are, right? I bought a book called Boundaries by Towson and Cloud and I read it and I was like, whoa, I thought I knew about boundaries, but I did not. But now I see areas that I could implement into my own life. I set those boundaries and I stuck by them. I didn't let the pressures, uh, get me to waver to where I was like, okay, forget the boundary, right? Because that's doing the same thing over and over again. We try to set boundaries and then we just say, forget it because it's not working. No, I stuck with it. 
And what I saw was things getting worse before they got better. I saw that relationships seemed to be fracturing more before they began to began to heal. And so sometimes we need time and we need space in order for things to come back together and, and, and be mended and be whole. So when it comes down to that, when it comes down to your finances, when it comes down to whatever the case is, God's going to give us the opportunity to implement his word, which is basically us walking in the stuff we're preaching about, doing what he's asking us to do. And then from that, we will see the fruit of, of, of trusting in God. We will see the fruit of, of, of following God and doing what he's asking us to do. But it may not come immediately. It may look like it's getting worse before it gets better. But that does not mean that God left you. It does not mean that God forsake you. Um, it does not mean that that God isn't showing up, but that's the process sometimes to getting to a place of wholeness and fullness, a place of learning how to trust in him. Okay. So don't look at the storms of life as, as, um, as thinking that God isn't there. Look at the storms of life as the enemy trying to get us off balance The enemy doesn't want us to trust God. He doesn't want us to realize that the Bible can be alive in our life, that we can walk in the authority and the things of God. He doesn't want us to to realize these things. He doesn't want us to be fruitful and productive in the things of God. So he, he tries to orchestrate storms. Not all storms are from the devil. Some storms, it's just life, right? Some storms we may bring about ourselves from wrong choices from the past, but either way, storms are storms and they always come to try to knock us off course, to confuse us and to get us to focus on the natural instead of the supernatural. Because in the supernatural, God is working for our good. There's angels being dispatched. There is learning and there's growing that is being imparted into us so that we become the men and women that God has called us to be strong and mighty in the Lord. But there's areas in my life, right? Where I'm not there yet. Man, biggest area is dating. Oh my goodness. Because I've dated women for so long and I I don't really know what it's like to really date men. I worry about it, right? So, I mean, I'm like, oh, does he like me? Does he not like me? Am I uh, being girly enough? Am I being too tomboy? Okay, like, when is he going to find out that I used to be gay? What's he going to think about that? All of these things go through my mind. And I just get super paranoid. Okay, I do. Thank God for accountability. Thank God. I have an amazing accountability team who helps to keep my feet grounded and rooted, right, in, in, in reality, Okay, not just reality, but also God's reality. Sometimes we will make up stuff in our mind that hasn't happened, that doesn't exist, and that's just ammo for the enemy. So we have to say, you know what? I am going to do my best. I am going to follow God to the best of my ability. If I fall, slip up, I'm going to get back up and I'm going to keep moving forward. God will handle the rest. And when it comes to those areas of unknown, like, like dating for me, I have to sit there and think to myself, and God spoke this to me. He was like, Jessica, the guy that I have for you is for you. 
you don't have to try to, you don't have to worry so much about, well, what is he going to think when you say you used to be gay, right? Like, cause you have all these negative things going through your mind. You don't have to worry about that, right? Because the guy that I have for you is going to walk with you through those things. If you have to manipulate the situation to get the guy, you're going to have to keep manipulating the situation to keep the guy, right? If, if someone is so insecure about your past and you're doing everything to keep them there, you're going to have to continue to do that throughout the dating relationship. If you get married throughout the marriage, that's not what God wants. God's like, I want to be God. You be you, I'll be God. And so it's saying, okay, I'm going to trust in God. I'm going to do what he's calling me to do. I'm going to rely on my accountability uh, 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 people to help me out with, with these areas in my life, to give me knowledge and, and, and just understanding that I don't have, right, to give me wisdom. But then it's, it's trusting that what God has for you is for you and you don't have to take something that's not for you and try to manipulate it into that thing that you think God has for you. So many of us are in marriages that we shouldn't have been in because we try to make someone the man or woman that God has for us. We try to manipulate that, right? And and we see the fruit of that. The 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 dissension, we see the drama, we see the strife, all of those things, because that person wasn't even uh, 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 the person that God had for us. And so when it comes down to worrying, never, ever try to take the place of God and, and orchestrate the outcome that you want. Don't ever do that because you will get an outcome that may last a really long time and you may not be happy in it but you set it up for yourself, right? You manipulated something to try to get a specific outcome when God's like, I didn't even have that for you. If you would have just waited, if you would have just trusted in me, if you would have just believed that I can handle your life, I, I created the moon, the stars, the earth, I created everything. Why don't you think that I can't handle you? Why do you think that I can't help you in your little life? If I did all of these things, I created you. I want what is best for you, but what I need for you to do is to trust me, to do your part, follow me, obey me, right? And learn to let go of the things that are out of your control and to trust me for that outcome. So I hope that this edified you, you know, whatever those things in your life are that you worry about, let it go, let it go. Do your part. Stop trying to please other people. Stop trying to make it happen for you. Stop trying to do God's job. We have to just say, okay, God, I'm going to trust that you got me and I'm going to do what you're asking me to do. I'm going to let go. And when we do that, we will begin to see the peace of God that surpasses all understanding come into our minds and our hearts. And it's like, we're just chilling. We're just chilling. And that is a good place to be. So don't give up when you see the storm. That's where many Christians mess up. They give up before, um, be, before the breakthrough. They see the storm and they walk away. That's the enemy's tactic. That's what he does. And you see Christians in this repetitive cycle over and over and over again because they're too afraid to walk through the storm with God. 
Thank you for tuning in to the Victory is Greater Than the Struggle and Ex-Lesbian Podcast with myself, your host, Jessica Newsom. Please, if you're checking this out on YouTube, like it, subscribe, share it, and podcast as well. You can find me at Jessica Newsom. I want you to rate, review, and share it as well. I love you guys. I'll see you next time.